This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey, you found us one more time. It is the Mess It Up Podcast. I'm your host, the Bowtie Guy, and I'm joined today by my friend, Andrew, who you've uh, heard today, and he'll be on in just a little bit. But up front here, I'm going to give you a lot of that uh, nonsense that I always say about this, that, and the other thing, and it just wouldn't, wouldn't be the same without it. So um, here we go. Uh, the first thing I want you to know about is our email. I think sometimes I forget to tell you about email. And you can get a hold of me on the, uh, the email by uh, sending me an email at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. You can also uh, email our intern, Intern Dave, in beautiful uh, Alohaville, Hawaii, by in, uh, emailing info at messituppodcast.com. That would be if you want to uh, request a song for the song of the week or suggest a word, or you've got a topic to discuss, or even if you would like to be on the show. And please don't feel bad. I, I, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't have anything to talk about. Yeah, you do. Uh, your life is important. No matter what you're doing or have done, you have a story that somebody needs to hear, regardless of who you are. And if you don't think it's important, well, I'm here to tell you you're just flat wrong. So please flood that inbox to uh, intern Dave. Let him earn his keep and uh, let's book some people on here as guests for the show because your story is incredibly important to someone and we want to have it um, be heard. Uh, so uh, we're also on social media. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on MySpace, on Reddit. Uh, if it's social, we try to do it. So please join us on those. Uh, make comments and, and ask questions. Start a conversation. Uh, you know, we want it to be interactive and back and forth. So please uh, join us on those. Like us if you haven't already. Tell your people to watch the show. It's a great way to just get the show out in front of people also on that um, Tuesday morning when it comes out, if you would just uh, copy the link and share it on your social media with the hashtag TuneInTuesday, that would really help us get more listeners and get the show in front of more ears, and that's always a good thing. Another way to get us in front of more ears is to give us a rating or a review on the uh, podcast distributor of your choice, wherever you happen to be listening to this. If you found it on that, other people can find it too. And the best way to do that is to rate the show, give it a good rating and write a review for it because that shows the, uh, the computers who decide who gets listed, which shows are more important and more well-liked based on their, their ratings and their reviews. So please do that. If you haven't rated it um, yet, go do it. If you rated it a long time ago, maybe uh, see if it'll let you rate it again. And um, we just keep those things flowing. We love to have that. Final way that you could support this show is by joining us as a patron on our Patreon account. So if you go to messituppodcast.com, click on the Become a Patron uh, uh, tab, you will be taken to our Patreon page and you can uh, become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. You can financially support the show, make it so that we're able to do these things because uh, it's not free and um, I'm doing it instead of going out and earning money, so your, uh, your help helps. And nothing is too small. I'm holding in my hand here, you can't see it, um, but I'm holding in my hand a cool shop towel that uh, someone is gonna be getting. I'm mailing it out. Here's the envelope right there. Uh, it's getting mailed out to uh, our newest patron, our patron uh, who just signed up this last week. And so uh, they have a, a shop towel and a window sticker coming their way in the mail 
this week. Uh, so if you just recently signed up for Patreon, um, that's coming to you. Uh, so uh, thanks for your, your support and your love. And uh, we just try to do everything we can for you as well. So I think, I think I've got all the nonsense covered. Um, can you think of anything else I need to say, Andrew? Not that I can think of. All right, nice. Um, if you want to check out my book, it is called uh, Still in Beta. It's on Apple Books. It's on uh, Amazon Kindle. And you can also buy a paperback version of it from Amazon. So uh, go check that out. Paul Pippen's Still in Beta. And um, that would be uh, outstanding for you to check out as well. So without further ado, because there's been a lot of ado already, uh, I think it's time to uh, bring in Andrew. Andrew, you've been on the show at least once. Twice? Twice. Three times a lady? Something. I don't know. Uh, you've numbers. been on before, though. Yeah. Andrew is uh, <laughs> our music director and worship leader at uh, Celebrate Recovery at RCA Church and uh, has some other things going on. And we're not going to talk about music today specifically, uh, but we are going to talk about it tangentially, I'm sure, because you can't talk to Andrew and me without talking about music <laughs> to some extent. Uh, but um, tell us, Andrew, recently... Um, you got a, a report back from the doctor and that's why I wanted to have you on today. Yeah. So, uh, uh thanks again for having me. Uh, Oh, you're yeah, welcome. I always it's find it. your pleasure. I mean, my pleasure. <laughs> well, that, that whole thing you said about, you know, everyone's story needing be needing, needing to be heard by someone like that's totally me just thinking like, Oh, like my story is boring. Like why would someone want to hear it? <laughs> um, but, uh, what happened to me recently was, uh, so I had some blood work done to check to make sure. So I was actually having high blood pressure problems and my doctor wanted to make sure the medication wasn't impacting my kidneys. So got some blood work done and then she ended up seeing some signs of, of some other conditions actually instead. So she had me do some more tests and she ended up confirming that I had some sort of shape or form of diabetes. Um, Wow. Now, what does that mean? That I mean, how? What do you mean by some shape or form? Do they not know? Do they have to do more things to nail it down to like type one or type two or whatever? Yeah. So that's really it. It's that there's there's different types of diabetes. Um, I know a lot of people know that there's different types, but knowing how the different types respond to sugars and carbs and all those things um, are are things that a lot of people tend to not understand. But uh, that would be me. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So like the the extra tests to see to determine well what type of diabetic am I, how am I responding to medicine and and those kinds of things. Uh, the I think the most frustrating part is that it's really one of those. Um, it takes a long time before you they get enough data if that makes sense. So there's right. this one yeah. test known as the hemoglobin A1C test, which, um, you know how, like, I don't know if, if well, I guess if like, you're doing like a urine test or something or a drug test or something like that, some people try to cheat it. Um, right. So some people also do that with blood tests, especially, I know my father is one of them where he would be like, oh, I need my blood to be drawn. So I'm going to eat really good this week. And and oh. then uh and then when my blood gets drawn, my doctor won't say I'm doing anything bad. Um, right, right. So it's a great form of denial when you you know put your own <laughs> health at risk. Just don't go to the doctor. 
right and, and he's kind of turned that way um but in in the case of this test so there are like straight up just okay what's your blood sugar level now kind of tests but then the hemoglobin it's called the hemoglobin a1c so what this test does is i forget the exact details but long story short in summary it just sort of takes that average blood sugar level over three months. So um, I believe it's because the the blood cells um, last or they live for about three months. So okay. um, on average, they'll be able to take um, those blood cells and then see, okay, in three months, you're going to have some new blood cells that you've made that would have different sugar levels. Gotcha. So it sort of has that history of three months on average. What does your sugar levels look like? So is that then just a, like a series of blood draws or is it the little finger stick do a test thing? So that that one is actually a single blood draw. Then they send it off to for some tests and then it comes back. And then um, so that was that was one of the first tests my doctor had me do after she saw some some of those signs. And then after that, it's okay, well, in three more months, we're going to test again after you take your medicine and adjust your diet okay. and do those things. Um, there's also other sorts of tests too. So to, so that's just to see, okay, on average, how is your diet doing? How's your body doing with the sugars? Um, but it's not, um, it doesn't tell you if you're type one or type two. There's a okay. different type. And what do the different types mean? So there's two types in general. There's, if you do a lot of reading into it, there's people that argue that there's actually like three or four different types, depending on the age you get the, um, get diagnosed. Um, but okay. at the top level, there's type two diabetes and type one diabetes. So what's the difference? Um, a lot of times, um, well, in summary or in short, I guess, type two diabetics, uh, tend to be those people that get it um, once they're older, and it tends to be people that are obese and and things along those lines. So what that what ends up happening really then though is that so because these people are overweight and they're physically more unhealthy, um, their insulin they, it requires a lot more insulin for them to be able to burn all the sugars that are going on in their body. Um, mm -hmm. I believe it's also that the insulin becomes less um, effective in performing its function of helping you absorb the sugars. So that's okay. why the sugar levels end up being high in those types of diabetics. So the insulin okay. that's developed in your, in your, in your body uh, that's used to buy your body to be able to absorb the sugars and, you know, break down those sugars. Now, if you're either having, so type two diabetics have insulin, um, have insulin still, but it's not as effective. So that's why they end up having high sugars in their body. Type one diabetics don't produce insulin at all. Okay. Um, so type one diabetics end up not having insulin. So because they don't have insulin, in their body, they can't break down those sugars. Um, so the reason why people say that there's other types, even though there's in general type one and type two diabetics, is that there's 
Um, so a lot of type 1 diabetics tend to be, um, type 1 is also known as an autoimmune diabetes. So that means that your body has these antibodies that essentially destroy the parts of your body that produce insulin. Okay. Um, so it attacks your body and attacks those cells that produce the insulin. So then ultimately you won't be able to have any insulin. Um, depending on the person though, um, a lot of times it tends to happen in, in infancy and in childhood. So a lot of children tend to have type one diabetes versus um, adults. So there tends to be a lot of misdiagnosis for this third type that a lot of people talk about. They call it type one and a half, uh, which wow. is your body has a delayed, um, in, in, in a delayed autoimmune response. So that means that you're a type one diabetic, but your body didn't end up having those autoimmune reactions until you're a much older age. Okay. So that happens for some people that are diagnosed around my age. So around the age of 25 to 30, um, that's sort of the people in that rarer um, type of type one diabetes. Okay. Um, the four and where do you fall? Have they have they nailed you down to a type yet? They have not yet. So that's sort of been one of the biggest struggles and, and trials um, as of recent. I was supposed I had a doctor's appointment this past week, um, thinking that I got all the blood tests done to be able to get those results. And it turned out that the lab didn't pull all the ordered um, oh. blood draws that the doctor sent in. So once I went in for the appointment, they're like, oh, yeah, you didn't get these done. So we can't tell you what's going on there. Uh, so that was kind of frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Um, bright side, though, um, diet. And I, so my body's responding well to the medication and the diet, dietary changes that we've made um, have made it so that I'm actually at so that three-month test, the three-month average, right. that's actually back down instead of to full-on diabetes levels, it's down to normal levels now. So that's, that's wow. yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, we've been poking the finger all the time and all these things. It's And it's, it's definitely something to get used to. Right. So what is your mindset when you hear that you've got uh, diabetes? Uh, you know, it's not something that's like, uh, you know, an instant death kind of thing. It's something that's definitely a, 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 a chronic condition and you're not going to, you know, it's, you're going to be dealing with it forever, but it's not like, oh, by the way, we found out you have brain cancer and you've got two months to live. What is your mindset when you hear that though? So I guess to, to talk to myself a little bit and for anyone else that knows me, be able to attest to this, especially before my uh, diagnosis, I am a huge sweets person. <laughs> you are a very sweet person, yes. Andrew, yes. Um, so I, I love desserts, and I love cereal. I love all those sugary goods, and, and that's really my kryptonite. Um, Better living through carbohydrates. Yes. Um, and and the, the worst thing, I think the most difficult thing, and, and you know, a lot of people think that, oh, you're a diabetic, you just can't have sugar. And, and it's not just that. Like, you need to watch your fats. You need to watch your diet as a whole. Because as you, you know, carbohydrates that are more complex, they, it's still sugar and it's still going to be sugar in your blood. It's just, it takes longer to digest. 
and actually get into your bloodstream. But you still need to be conscious of all those things. Like, you know, you can't have a lot of pasta. You can't have, so there's, it, there's just this ongoing list of all these things. Of like, well, I can't eat that or that or that. And at the very start of it, I was just like, oh, I can't eat anything. Like all I can eat is yeah. chicken and broccoli and, and that's it. <laughs> that's that's really been that that was my biggest struggle and i think the time it really hit me though and and i think the quarantine has really helped with all this in a way is that you know going to the supermarket the first day i think it was like seven days after i was diagnosed uh, i went to the store because giselle had to forget what I think she was she wasn't feeling well or something so I would decide oh I'll just go myself and I'll go get the the groceries and stuff and as I walked up and down the aisles I was like I can't eat that I can't eat that <laughs> or eat that or eat that and it was, it was super depressing uh, but uh fortunately uh, and my doctor's been really great about this she was saying you know it's a lifestyle change you need to choose you need to choose when you're going to eat bad, but know how it affects you and do what you can to offset it. You know, so there's big things like, oh, make sure you're drinking a lot of water. Or, you know, if you do eat bad, make sure you exercise and go for a walk and, and burn those extra sugars in, in however ways you can. Cool. Cool. So um, I just looked at the time and I thought, holy mattress. I didn't realize how long we've been talking. And I realized also, before we go to the song, week, I haven't even told everybody what the word of the week is, which is indubitable. And uh, indubitable is, you know, without question. Uh, it is without question. And it is without question that uh, health matters um, and issues uh, affect us a lot. So I figured we'd put that in for this. So if you can use indubitable this week, give yourself a uh, uh, let's give ourselves 10 bonus points each time we use it. But uh, I want to throw it now to the song of the week. And I asked Andrew for a song and uh, he chose a song from Vertical Worship and it's called Faithful Now. So what we're going to do is we're going to toss the, um, the show to the uh, song of the week right now. And we will be back on the other side in 90 second break to uh, tell you our thoughts about it and talk a little bit more about uh, Andrew and his uh, battle with Livabetes. So we'll see you in about 90 seconds.
And that is uh, a great song, Andrew. I really appreciate the fact that you brought that to us. Uh, what stands out on that song for you? Why did, why did you pick this song? So when I first heard it, um, the chorus really stuck out to me. So and I'll just read it out again, just, just for the sake of, of hearing those words directly. And it's, you know, because you make mountains move, you make giants fall, and you use song of praise to shake prison walls. I'll speak to my fear, I'll preach to my doubt. You're faithful then, you'll be faithful now. So uh, it really just talks to that whole part about speaking to my fear and, and preaching to my doubt. It's it's talking about, you know, in, in Jesus' name, you know, with his power, I can talk to my my struggles. I could talk to those bad habits of mine or those any any of those challenges that you know, cause fear or, or doubt in in you know in my abilities that I could just lean on him and he's the mm-hmm. one that can you know, he will make sure that that the mountains do move and the giants still fall and that the prison walls will come down. So that's that's really what stuck out for this song. Yeah, and, and the thing that, that just screams out at me is that line in the, in the chorus as well. I will speak to my fear. Um, because it's so often it's easy for me to be like, you know, Jesus, take the wheel and I'll just kick back and, you know, you do it and I'll just, when we get there, wake me up. And um, it's a partnership. You know, Jesus is in control, but I, I shouldn't just sit on the sidelines and watch Jesus do it. You know, I'm not a spectator in my faith. I'm on the team. And uh, I, 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 I like that reminder that, you know, I can, I can be empowered, like you said, to speak to my fear and say, look, scram, get out. And, and we're told, you know, in, in Jesus' name to do that and to, uh, to chase out demons and to make a difference uh, through the power of Christ. So, so that's a, a really super good reminder um as well uh so good on you for picking a good song uh you should think about maybe doing uh, worship uh from time to time that's that you're well suited to uh, i remember and this has nothing to do with that but just tangentially my back when we started with cr um we did worship and we had a, a different team and for a long time intern dave was my uh music leader and director and when he left i was like what are we going to do and he's like dude, you should talk to Andrew. He's a really cool guy and he'd be good at this. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. And uh, he was right. And every time I, I see Dave or you, I think, oh yeah. I, I just remember him saying, yeah, he's a really cool guy. I think you'll like him. So, um, yeah, good on you for being a cool guy, Andrew. So um, so you've done this. Okay. In- <laughs> uh, you found out about this, you said, right at the beginning of the lockdown or... Yeah, around the beginning of the lockdown. How has it affected your family, uh, your immediate family? You know, uh, mom and you know Giselle and, and and Grace and you know just there in your house. Yeah, so I I know for a fact that it it's impacted Giselle quite significantly. Um, I guess in particular, one of the reasons why we really want to know what type of diabetic I am is because I guess if I am type one, that there is a certain subset of type one diabetics that end up having um, a sudden death. Mm. Um, I, I know part of it, and in all the research I've done, I'm a little 
less worried now just because that's really if it's gone if their sugars are going out of whack and they're not keeping check on it um Mm -hmm. so that's so so long as we have that little pokey meter thing we could go check and make sure everything's all good to go um but yeah that's certainly been something you know that was a huge fear in in our households uh, at the front end of it just because of how how scary that is okay well if if, if this if i were to die what would happen you know what would happen to the two of you and where would we go with that and is this really god's plan like why why is he why would this happen to me you know and that's sort of a lot of what giselle and i know giselle we've kept talking about this and she was like well there's so many people out there that they eat bad they do all these bad things and they're terrible people they don't follow god and and they're okay why is it that you of all people have to go through this and and you know, I, I guess it really just comes back to that whole that you know, being a Christian isn't easy. It's not. It's not an easy. It's not an easy route to go through. And and there's going to be demons that fall, you know, that that uh, fall upon us and and that challenge our faith. You know, and I guess going yeah. back to that song, you know, we need to continue to be faithful, just as He is faithful in us. Um, but yeah, that's certainly been a, a huge, a huge challenge for us to be able to, to get, get through and get over. Um, we've ended up sort of changing some of our mindsets and perspectives as well, though. So like, uh, we've actually decided to send Giselle back to school, uh, just to, you know, not that we are thinking I'm going to die anytime soon anymore, but the mm-hmm. event that it something does happen that you know she'd be prepared and she'd be able to to be able to take over if needed you know i I think a lot about that uh, concept of why why is this happening and why do i have this and uh second corinthians 12 7 you know paul talks about the thorn in his flesh and says in order to keep me from becoming conceited i was given a thorn in my flesh a messenger of satan to torment me and to you know sometimes i i know that if everything is perfect it'll be because of Paul and Paul's mind, you know, of me. I, I, I tend to, yeah. uh, especially before I got into recovery, I was very much a look at me kind of guy. And um, so it's good that God keeps me humble. I always, you know, say I never want to become financially rich because I would just blow it on, you know, candy and donuts and go to hockey games. And I want to, you know, when, when things are a little bit more difficult, I have to be more purposeful about what I'm doing and not just be willy nilly about it. Um, and so that's, it's a good reminder uh, for us to do that. Um, so as you're going through this uh, lifestyle change, you know, I keep hearing you talk about diet and uh, you know, your habits. And I imagine that's probably one of the most important things you can do is, is keep track of, you know, what you do in the monitoring and, and do good stuff. As I think about it from a recovery standpoint, a lot of times I see, you know, one of the most common things is people come to recovery, they'll, they'll show up at celebrate recovery meetings for a couple of times or maybe even a year, and then they've got it figured out. And this is especially a, happens with males, you know, they've got it figured out, okay, I know what to do. 
I turn the fire down. It doesn't burn on my backside as much. And then they're gone, never see them again. And then maybe a year or two later, the fire has come back. Is it easy to get into that kind of a mindset with this? Like, oh, I feel better. I, I, you know, I know how to eat now. And then you're not keeping track. For, you know, for me, I keep asking you questions and answering them. For me, I, I know when I lose weight, I think, okay, now I know how to eat better. And so I stop monitoring it. And then the weight slowly comes back. What is your experience with that? Or are you not far enough into it to know yet what your experience is? Oh, I'm, I'm very guilty of a lot of that. <laughs> it, it's, it's a thing. It, it, it just with any other struggle, right? It needs to become that habit or that healthy habit instead, right? Mm -hmm. And that's something that a diet, that's huge. Like, you know, whether it be, oh, I'm, I'm not eating enough or I'm eating too much, right? And that balance no matter if you're a diabetic or, you know, you're struggling with weight issues or, or things like that, it's, it's a challenge. You know, there's that temptation there of, Hey, well, I could just, just one bowl of cereal or one, two more, one more scoop of ice cream. Wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Like, I just think like, okay, well, and it, it's hard too, because I, um, the more knowledge I have now, it's like, okay, well, I could eat this much now right? Yeah. Versus before, well, I shouldn't, but I'll splurge and then I'll just have, I'll have one scoop of ice cream instead. Yeah. Right? But now it's like, oh, well, I've had a whole bowl of ice cream the other day and I was okay. So maybe it's okay for me to just do that. And yeah. Yeah. My life hack on ice cream is I don't scoop it. I just eat it out of the carton. <laughs> and then I don't know how much. Yeah. Probably not smart. Again, back to denial. Um, so have, you've changed your dietary habits um, and it's just you and Giselle and obviously Grayson doesn't have a lot of say so in the diet. Um, so he just does what you guys do, but is, is the whole family changing diet or are you just modifying for dad or? So we're, we're trying the whole family. Um, there are certain days though, where it's like, well, if we eat out, what am I going to eat? Um, and yeah. like when, especially when we first started, um, but you know, I ended up after a lot of arguments and struggles there to try to figure out what works, you know, it, we ended up figuring out or we're figuring out what works for us, which was, you know, I, I think it's very much just like with, with Bev and her gluten and her, her dietary things, right. There where it's like, okay, Everything well, intolerant. <laughs> yeah. So the. It's just that whole, okay, you know, we'll try to do it all together, right? But if there's times where I can't be included, I'm not going to be upset about it, you know? Yeah. Like, that's, it's fine. Like, enjoy and enjoy more for me, please. Like, that's really my yeah. perspective of it. Um, I, I know yeah. that Giselle feels guilty, though, sometimes when, when she just goes and does it, though. You know, I love bread and because Bev can't have the gluten for so long, we just didn't have bread because I felt guilty doing it. Like if I did it, I, I would have to sneak it behind her back because I didn't want to be like, you know, walking around like, look at me and my bread, you can't have any. Um, and now she's been cooking and, and baking her own gluten-free bread. And right now there's like four loaves of gluten-free bread in the refrigerator and no regular bread. Uh, and I'm like, wait a minute. I waited for you now, so I'm going to start eating her bread, uh, I think. But it, it, it makes it, I think it does make it easier when it's a family uh, approach because it, it just, 
well, it's easier on the cook, but you don't have to cook two things anyhow. And for me, you know, the way that Bev has to eat isn't my favorite, but after a while, I get used to anything. Um, and, you know, you just get used to not putting as much salt in the food or like when she, she was the first one in the family to go uh, lactose free. And I was like, oh my heavens, I'd, I'd rather be dead than not have cheese and butter. <laughs> but I see, I, I really wouldn't. I, and it's, you know, I can get around it and it's becoming easier and easier as more food intolerances are becoming uh, known and uh, talked about. There's a lot more alternatives out there uh, in the food world. And so for you guys, you guys are foodies. Uh, you enjoy watching Lord. cooking shows and doing different things. Does this just present another like adventure on all right, Let's find out what's good. Or is it like, uh, man, I don't, cause when, when we, I first started with Bev, I didn't know a lot about cooking. Like, well, what are we going to do? You know, how are we going to do this? Um, what, what has that been like for you guys? So I think the, the hardest thing is when we're out of town um mm -hmm. because it's like, okay well let's eat out let's go here let's go there let's go do these things and that's what we would do when we would leave town let's go find that yeah. good food that we don't want to that's a rich crest mentality <laughs> well you guys haven't been here long but you, you've got the rich crest thought process like, okay, going is it sure. is it in ridge crest no okay let's let's go have it and, yeah. and that whole thing and well our biggest thing though is like you know like all those sweet drinks and all those all those things we would eat out somewhere eat a boatload of food like all oh, you can eat sushi then we would go to somewhere else and get a milkshake and all yeah. in the span of you know an hour one hour period we'd have just loads of food just because like that's what we did right and that's what yeah we those cup calories are killers for me they 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 sneak up on me i don't feel like they're that much definitely um what we ended up I guess the state we're at now, though, is, you know, I've, I've been responding really well to the medication. I could still have things here and there. Um, it's really uh, been a great excuse, though, for us to really uh, step back and make sure, okay, well, let's, let's just sample and share things more instead of, right. okay, I get one, you get one, and we get that other one, too, like, before we yeah. would just each get our own and get everything of our own. Now it's more, okay, well, let's share that and let's yeah. save some money and also, you know, help Giselle too with her health too. Um, yeah. So that's, but yeah, that's, yeah, being a foodie and having dietary restraints is always a difficult thing. <laughs> yes. Um, so what's the message out of this whole mess for you then, Andrew? I think what I would like to say is that no matter how dark it seems when you when you find out that there's something else going on with you or or that someone else is hurting or there's there's pain that it just just stick it through and just mm -hmm. do your do your research um you know especially if it's a medical condition like like diabetes um you know the internet, like, I don't know how I would have lived if, if I had this back in the day, like the internet is your best friend. Like there's so many resources out there to help you be informed, help you be smart. Um, I, I think the, the most important thing though, is to just keep trying and, and to not give up yeah. because, you know, there's, there's resources out there to help you out, whether it be 
you know, your support group, or like if you go to a Celebrate Recovery Ministry, you know, if you have people out there to help you and make sure you lean on them and, and be okay with that. And that's something that I certainly still have trouble with um, because I'm a very prideful person um, to be able to go in and just, just say like, hey, I'm, I'm struggling and I need help. Especially in my personal life, I, I don't like admitting to that. I like to. Right. Like, I want to be that that foundation and that that rock that my family can can rely on. And 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 this condition has weakened me and made it where yeah. I, I can't just push through like I used to. But yeah, I am feeling a whole lot better, and I, I feel a lot more connected to to my forever family as well as uh, my, my family at home too. It's really given me a chance to just make sure that, am I making the best use of my time? Because I'm, I, as much as I don't expect to leave this earth right away, you know, it, it is the short time that we're here. Right. Until he, until God's, if we're still here, that means God's not done with us. He's there's still something that we need to be doing and something that's going to be a part of our testimony that people remind remember us by. And that's really it. It's keep on keeping on and don't give up. Yeah. What, um, what were some of the resources that you did find? You said the internet is your best friend. Where did you go? Did you just start doing random Google searches or? That was my initial take. Um, some some of the most useful ones, at least in terms of diabetes that I found, there was actually the subreddit r slash diabetes. Um, mm -hmm. Tons and tons of testimonies there and people saying like, hey, I got diagnosed, this sucks. And just hearing another person saying like, hey, I'm struggling with this and this blows. Like that's- Yeah, so power in <laughs> If you want some more of that, like, that's certainly be, it's been helpful for me and my recovery as well. Just hearing some other guys saying like, hey, this has been hard for me. I'm like, me too. I, I <laughs> thought I was alone, but no, you're not. Like, there's always someone else out there. Um, that, yeah. that was probably one of the most uh, helpful for me. Cool, cool. All right. Well, I appreciate you being on here. Uh, I want to remind everybody to, uh, to go out and rate and review the show um check out our uh, our patreon account because it does help to uh, keep the show going your financial support is uh just i wouldn't say invaluable because it's definitely finitely valuable it's indubitably it, uh, valuable indubitably <laughs> wow much than i am that's insane good job andrew uh but we'll be back again next week uh with another show and uh, talking about more things and i'm just super excited about what um what we got facing us as we uh start heading either out of uh this pandemic or deeper into it who knows it's, uh to me it's always exciting every week to uh to find out what goes on next so uh, i appreciate you being here and we will see you next time we mess it up Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.